I'm Tyler, crams tons of crayons in his butt dentering. I'm Connery, aye, 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 Hanson. And I'm Eric. Your team's dead, Zordon. <laughs> this is the franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes we cover eight or seven uh, robot movies in a row. Sometimes we cover, uh, or rather do, one-off Power Rangers movies. Hell yeah. Starring Brian Cranston in alien makeup during the Cenozoic era. <laughs> I really love that part. That part was good. We're also not processing that. Yes. Brian Cranston killed the dinosaurs. I didn't even think that he'd be the one to shoot the meteor down no. and kill them all. You never think so. the mass genocide. Because they don't teach us that in our U.S. history. Oh. But it is important to know about <laughs> world history. <laughs> that Brian <Cranston laughs> Yeah. To stop Rita Repulsa from getting the Zeo Crystal and taking oh, over the universe. Of course. Now, where's the purple guy fit in from that one movie? Oh, Ivan Ooze? Yeah. He's just out here. He's just <laughs> balling. He's just out there. <laughs> you know, he'd be out That's here. That's for the sequel. <laughs> I know it's not called Mystery of the Ooze, but I remember watching that one. As a no, but I remember it as Mystery of the Ooze, too. Yeah. But that's Ninja it's Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Secret of the Ooze. Secret, Secret of the Ooze. Ooze. Yeah, so wait, wait, which one was Ivan Ooze in? Uh, 1995, the yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Is, is that the one with the pirate ship? That's the Turbo, the Power Rangers movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are Sorry, the names of all the Power Rangers movies? <laughs> wait, I think there's only three. I think that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No way, only three? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's good. Um, that's manual. Unless I'm misremembering, but... Uh, we could have done more Power Rangers. But do you do you need to do more Power Rangers no. after 2017? I'm, I'm already Power begging Rangers. Tyler to do Yu -Gi the Yu-Gi-Oh movies. Yeah, I oh. keep I keep talking. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Good. <laughs> Until we cover them all. Yeah. <laughs> I keep talking to Lily about like Mary Kate and Ashley, and she's yeah. like, we have to cover those or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like. There's like twelve of those. Oh my god! Or you get if you really wanted to be in the zeitgeist, Barbie movies. Oh yeah, we could do the Barbie movies too. That'd be fun. Like Barbie Nutcracker, Barbie. Uh, I remember watching that one a lot yeah, with Grayson. Yeah. Uh, I haven't said his name yet. He introduced himself, but we're here today with Eric Monroe Schwann. Hey, <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Actor and rapper and big Power Rangers fan. Yeah, yeah. as it turns out, <laughs> I guess. I mean, of all the franchises I could have chosen, I don't know why I was like, yeah. Power Rangers, but it does have a really special place for me as a kid, and I think it, I just think this movie kind of rips. <laughs> this movie kind of owns bones. Owns bones. That's yeah. Really, I like that. <laughs> I think it's really interesting to me, too, because like 2017, I feel like, is, is like the middle of where like a bunch of franchises started trying to be started, or yeah. there was already like Transformers, like I think The Last Night came out that year. Are yeah. we at Civil War with Marvel at that point? Yeah, yeah. Civil War came out 2016, so this is the year after. Yeah. So it's just like in the big franchise wars, basically. <laughs> yes, this is the start. <laughs> and then uh, Saban Films is like, we're going to make like seven Power Rangers movies. This Whoa. is just like the first part. Yeah, oh no. The, the executive at Saban being like, yeah, we could make five, six, or seven of these yeah. is absolutely batshit. <laughs> no, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot I like films. three. Like, three is perfect. Great. Yeah. I, I don't know how, I don't want to get too thick into the weeds. I understand why structural, because structurally Power Rangers is built in such a weird way mm -hmm. where it's almost like pulpy pulp fiction or soap opera where you're having yeah. cast members yes. come in and out and recycle. Mm -hmm. So the overarching arc of seven seasons does make sense. But like, yeah, let's do a trilogy. Let's keep this yeah. tight. Just stick with the Mighty Morphin guys. Yeah. And if they're successful, you jump to Turbo Rangers and like that kind of thing. We well, got to go to Zeo first. Oh, you yeah, got to fight the machine army. Right, right. The machine. 
And then you can get to the League of Ultimate Evil or whatever they're called. Which wow. Is the ultimate villains of Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> the League of Evil Mutants. You know, so much more than I thought even I did. Or like yeah. my knowledge ends at like the White Ranger and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But we don't need any of that for 2017 Power Rangers because no. they rewrote the book. They really did. Yeah. I mean, we have a... Tommy is his name, who's the Green Ranger, right? He yeah. gets a little cameo in the end of this. It was gonna they be talk about him. It was gonna apparently be a girl too. Oh fun. Which I think would have been so sick. Yeah, that's good. For um, the Green Ranger. The Green yeah, Ranger. Green Ranger. Yeah. Okay. The most powerful Ranger. Wait, yeah. but he's not in this, right? No. no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was, She wait, is it is, <laughs> is, is, is Green Ranger always she? No, no. no. Tommy's she uh, Tommy Jason David guy. Frank in the original. It's like uh, R.I.P. Oh. to the king. He's like the secret leader. It was like Red's leader for a while, yeah. but actually Green's like the real leader. He's evil at first. Yeah. And then he comes in and they make him good, and then he becomes the White Ranger when he's purified by Christ. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> Anointed in the, in the body and blood. Exactly. Of Zordon, excuse me. And he gets a dragon mechazord. Yeah. yeah. I know nothing of this. I watched Power Rangers as a kid. Here, here before before we do our usual segment yeah. of what's new, let's just talk about our little personal histories with Power Rangers. Okay, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll just start with mine because it's the least. I remember watching this a lot as a kid, but I don't think I picked up on any of the lore or like anything happening. I remember finding out later that it's like a mix of like new footage mixed with like old footage yeah, of like Japan. A, of like a fighting show or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, Totally spacing what that's called. Sentai. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Yeah, so I knew it was a mix of that. I'm like, wow, that's pretty crazy that they were able to piece all this together. I Mm -hmm. have notes about the production history of Power Rangers if you want a truncated uh, history of that. Sure, absolutely. So it starts with your boy and mine, Stan Lee. Um, Well, not really, because they were making this shit in Japan before that. (laughs) But uh, Stan Lee, I think, sells like a Spider-Man property. Maybe I can't be as truncated in this as I want to be. <laughs> might be well, worth there was like the 60s Japanese Spider-Man show, yeah, right? Yeah, the Spider-Man. Yeah. So um, essentially, from the American end of things, Stanley had a head of television production named, named Margaret Loesch. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, uh, we have this footage from Japan from these really cool superhero shows. Mm-hmm. We're going to voice them over, and then you're going to go sell it. And mm-hmm. she was like, Okay. <laughs> This is really sick. Uh, I'm going to try to go do that. So she tries to go do that. No one's willing to buy it. Years later, Haim Saban, um, who's this, uh, I think at that point he is a television producer, is in Japan, sees the same shows, and is like, I want to do that too. <laughs> it kind of peters out with Stanley previously. Yeah. Tries to sell it for eight years before teaming, ending up meeting up with Margaret Loesch again, mm-hmm. who's now the head of children's television at Fox. Ah. Yeah. But Haim Saban's main contribution was introduction of the American elements to it. Oh. Of having, since you don't see any of the Rangers' faces when they're yeah. fighting, just taking that portion, the most expensive portion, mm-hmm. the fighting portion, keeping that separate, doing voiceover, but then having these interstitial narratives that are just American kids hanging out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very much that vibe. The, the soap like, opera element that you mentioned, yeah. 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 Like, this movie is also like that. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I wanted to turn into Power Rangers sooner and stuff. And, you know, we'll get more into detail later. But I'm also like, I'm kind of enjoying this just like high school drama stuff. Because that's what the show is. No, I remember absolutely. that. You know? What I think is really interesting about this movie is people were, I believe when it came out, like ragging on it for not being adhering close enough to what Power Rangers is. But I think this is like a really genuinely intelligent spiritual, spiritual succession of like a franchise that was adapted from another country's media, mm-hmm. um, adapted for an American audience, and this is like taking that even further of adapting it specifically within the frame of 
coming of age teenage movies. Yeah. I think there's so many specific, like if I were to do a letterboxed list of the movies, I think it's hitting. It's doing Twilight. Mm. It's doing, <laughs> I have a list. Um, it's doing Chronicle. Yes. It's doing the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. The first one at least. Um, like, I don't know, a little bit of like just straight up teenage drama like Person Being a Wallflower. Yes, um, yes. But I Very that. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy that so much of the focus of this is just on the team mm-hmm. and them all coming together. Are How we would friends? you more if, well, I don't want you guys to fight? <laughs> are we friends or are we Power Rangers? <laughs> I, <laughs> at that point, I'd be like, I mean, why can't we just be both? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've morphed once in the shower. <laughs> it's like, What? It's not even really an analogy. Some of the writing is exquisite. (laughs) It's just transformed into a Power Ranger in the Yeah. (laughs) Wait, sorry, so did you have more more truncated history? No, that was pretty much it. So they um they eventually try to sell it to like different Fox distributors. They won't take it. What ends up happening is they cut this deal where the uh whoever releases it gets a cut of the merchandise Mm -hmm. and it just sells gangbusters and then the rest is history. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds like very Stanley also being like, oh, this thing that's already been made, I'll yeah. go turn it into something else. <laughs> Anyways, I did all of it. <laughs> I did all of it. That sounds more like David Lynch than Stanley at this yeah. point. <laughs> you are being like David Lynch. <laughs> Excelsior! <laughs> they made something called Ewoks. <laughs> it's 243. <laughs> Um, I love Stanley, but yeah, I think other artists also deserve credit. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. Steve Ditko and stuff. Yeah. Uh, total sidebar, total sidebar. But Connery, uh, what about you? What's your history with Power Rangers? Oh, my history is always just things like this on Saturday morning cartoons and stuff mm-hmm, like this. Mm-hmm. is with me and my cousins the of Mortal Kombat fame. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. All watching this actively and then playing together. I have a memory oh, yeah. scar of this show, Mighty Morphin in particular, of I was the Red Ranger. That was always my guy. And he had the T-Rex. And I was like, hell yes. Yeah, you're the leader. <laughs> yes, I feel the like leader. so much of your childhood revolves around T-Rexes. Yeah, of Like course. this and uh, Transformers. Megatron. Yeah. As a tra- <laughs> yes. It's a good childhood. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so I remember I, was, I I saw Tommy turn into the mm-hmm. White Ranger and he gets the dragon. I the only thing I loved more than T Rexes was dragons. Oh yeah, and I was like, I want that one. Like I'm the White Ranger now. And they're they're like, oh, you can't just change Rangers. That's all out. <laughs> and, you have to negotiate a contract. And because because Will was the one who's like, oh, I'm gonna be the White Ranger. No, you're already red. I'm gonna be the. I'm like, you were blue, you fuck. <laughs> just a bunch of kids. Yeah, a bunch of kids being like, listen, we're all participating in this fiction together. Exactly. And you need to stay in your lane. <laughs> it's yeah. like this heavily like enforced head cannon that was on yeah, display yeah. and then of course he was like fine you can be white ranger because i threw such a big fit about it <laughs> and <laughs> and then the white ranger's dragon gets mind control by i think rita repulsor or somebody oh, yeah. and he's like see no if you kept that one you wouldn't have you would have lost your sword you lost your sword now and i was like <gasps> this just sounds like some of the D games you play now too. Oh, truly. <laughs> <laughs> see if you didn't do that <laughs> you didn't do that I left that game where that was happening. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind saying that on the air. It okay. sucked. Um, but yeah, you know, that, that's pretty much my history. Uh, just a long history of mostly Mighty Morphin. And I think we did the next generation after that. Because mach- you mentioned mm-hmm. the machine guys. They go to Zio. Yeah, Zio. The uh, and then they go to Turbo. Yeah. I, I think we... You know, I, take, I feel like I got the right beginning of Zio. 
but I really fell we really fell off after like the purple guy like movie Oozman mm-hmm. fight. This is fascinating because I usually try to like be pretty up to date with like franchises in general, but yeah. like Power Rangers is a huge blind spot for me. Like, yeah, they have comics too. Like, they have yeah. so oh, much. The lore. comics are like even some of the primary content right now in terms really? of. Um, well, it's just being really critically acclaimed. They mm-hmm. do a lot of really interesting stuff in combining all the different series over like yeah. ten to twenty years, um, and the plot lines are just a little bit darker <laughs> and a yeah. little more twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder's Power Rangers. It's exact. Exact. It feels yeah. like that. there's the artist for it. I think, or at least maybe there's not a bunch of covers that mm-hmm. I've seen. Did like does this book called Once in Future as well, Ooh. which also has very Power Rangers vibe, where it's like he's kind of like a descendant or something in line of King Arthur. So oh. King Arthur's risen from the dead, basically, and returned like in the legend, but he's evil and he's not good. Arthurian legend is my absolute bag, so yeah. I might have to check that out. Yeah, Once in Future, you might yeah. take it a lot. I guess it's also just as a kid, I watched a lot of cartoons and like the only live action stuff I would watch is like um, Legends of the Hidden Temple or like (laughs) figure it out. It was only like game shows. Like, I don't want to see real people with drama. I like cartoons. I want to see kids running through a fake temple. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Ah! Temple guard. (laughs) Seems awesome. (laughs) Really buff men. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are our brief histories, I guess, with Power Rangers. Yay. So, before we get any further, we have to do our usual segment of, what's new? Bam. Thank you, Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've listened to any episode <laughs> of this podcast, you know what this is. If you're new to the podcast, starting with our Power Rangers 2017 episode, Welcome. thank you for listening. Welcome. Congratulations. Take a seat. Spread out. <laughs> Gonna be here a while. <laughs> Strap we on have... your wrist more for a disc, yeah. I guess. It's gonna be more phenomenal, baby. Which <laughs> more is, phenomenal. is a phrase they tried to coin in the 90s of more phenomenal. I really like that, and <laughs> yeah. I really wish That's that caught on. I know, right? <laughs> it's good. More phenomenal. It sounds a little cultish in a way. Yeah, oh man, dude, I was, it was more phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was a text react in my phone where it's just like hard exclamation point thumbs up, more phenomenal. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, this is our segment where we talk about any new media we've been consuming, movies, TVs, comics, uh, you know, all the other media. Yeah, all, all of it. Mm-hmm. Poetry books. Connor, what's new with you? Poetry books. I read a poetry book. No, unfortunately. I'd love to. I'd love to get some culture into my life, but... Uh, I watched a movie exclusively on Shudder, I believe, called Skinamarink, which is a, a horror movie. Oh, I yeah. saw the trailers for that, and it looked um, deeply unsettling. Yes, yeah. and it is. <laughs> Connery was over, like, last week. Yeah. And uh, I think, I don't even we were just on Shudder looking at movies, whatever, yeah. and we watched a trailer for that. Mm-hmm. So that's what prompted you to watch it. But I remember even mm-hmm. watching the trailer, you're like, this looks really weird. Yeah, and, and it is really weird. It, it's one of those like analog horror movies where yeah, like, yeah. you watch it and you have literally no idea what the hell is going on. I remember the trailer being weird aesthetic shots of a house and then someone yeah. just going... <sighs> <sighs> yeah, it's exactly that. It's horrible. And Sounds good. Yeah, it's... I <laughs> it think sounds it's, like art. <laughs> it, it's very artsy. It's yeah. very much like... A, it's a movie you'd have to watch like three times, I think, to get, quote-unquote. Mm. But... Like I, I watched it once. I really had no idea what the fuck I just watched. I was like, "This is really wild." Uh, I don't know why the camera was this low. Like, why everything <laughs> is like so like. If at first it's like it's like security cameras. Like I don't get it. Is this like a mm. like a nanny cam kind of vibe? Like what's going on? And then I r- literally like, went, went and watched this like hour long like breakdown of it. This YouTuber explaining to me because my brain's too small, I guess. And there's another breakdown. It's just like. I mean, it's just a paranormal activity film. <laughs> it felt like that. That's why I kind of thought it was going into be a paranormal activity sure. movie, but it's much less, it's not found footage at all. Okay. And I was like, okay, bones down. Found footage is my favorite horror genre. 
So it's not found footage, but I remember talking about it with you. You said it's like from the perspective of kids. That's why it's so low. Yeah, it's from like these like the children's perspectives as like oh. their house is being like erased from existence pretty much. And like you kind of just see them like hide downstairs because they're scared. And it's just like the only lights that work is the TV light. And so like you just see like this slowly like dark kind of just creeping in on these kids. Like they, you see their mom and dad kind of just like vanish kind of or like bone crunching in the dark it's like okay they're dead whatever is in here ate them mm-hmm. and uh yeah, and then it just gets darker and darker and darker and i was like i don't think i'd want to watch this again to really know what happened and i kind of think it's a little strange people want to watch this again <laughs> after it's over i'm definitely interested now i feel yeah, like yeah. i have to see it i feel like you should give it a watch because if anything it's very uh artsy in a twisted sort of way mm-hmm. but it was it was interesting just a little creepy but you know if you like analog horror and kind of a big mystery and like Bones crunching. Bones crunching and a little bit of incomprehensibleness. There's like a creepy phone in it too, right? Yeah, there's a creepy demon Ooh. phone in it. Yeah, but it just kind of shows over. It's like those like kids' toys. Where like one of the kids tries to call 911. Does it have eyes on it? Is it like one of those? Yeah, phones? it's like kids' oh, toy no. story. Yeah, like toy story. So like, and the kid tries to call 911. Monster doesn't like that. So as soon as the kid hangs up, I guess the cops can't get in. Like the, the doors are erased. Like the windows are gone. Monster said a cat, baby. Yeah, monster said a cat. <laughs> And then there's this like this kid's telephone. The kid like shines up. It's, like, it's eyes going in the dark. It's like this scrunchy like demon eyes, and the kid shines a flashlight. And it's just like that toy phone. Ooh. And you're like, uh, okay. Usually, I, usually yeah. I don't like you talking so much in detail about movies, but everything you say, I'm like, okay, I gotta see this. It's just a mystery. Yeah. Like it just kind of like yeah. unfolds like further and further. And I'm, I won't go any deeper than this. But yeah. okay. if you like horror, analog horror especially, Skinamarink. It's on Shutter. I'll have to check it. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was in like uh, like special engagement or whatever, like at theaters. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was trying to see it at City Walk when it was first out, but I just never got around to seeing it. Mm. Uh, but because the budget was like fifteen thousand dollars and it made like two million, so yeah. just like that ratio is it's great. It's pretty wild. It's like paranormal so. activity, big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a movie that I keep seeing ads for called Moon Garden, which looks very. It's a, it has that a child so protagonist, yeah. but it's very horror fantasy but i would even go more for like fable oh, okay. where it feels almost like roll doll kind of aesthetics mm. um it looks really scary and i think it was done hyper independently and i've always been okay. interested in that moon garden moon garden i remember that one that sounds cool yeah i feel like i saw an ad for that somewhere too but i don't i never like looked into it instagram so. keeps shoving it in my face <laughs> it's like you like weird shit look at this yeah it's gonna show it to me now because it's yeah. listening <laughs> i always laugh at my oh there's moon garden everybody's telling me about it there it is and then we go see it. Yeah, that was yeah. the next franchise. <laughs> Let's go. I do want it. That's like another podcast. Like, well, on the way here, I'm like, oh, hey, Eric, just by the way, like, uh, Connor has a dog yeah, just yeah. in case yeah. you have allergies or anything. I always forget to put that in our little writer. franchise writer that I send out <laughs> to people. Um, but you're like, oh, yeah, I'm great with dogs. And you sent me like a really low res picture <laughs> of the poster of Must Love Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, I really, it reminded me that I really wanted to do a talking dog podcast where it's oh, like okay. every movie that has a talking dog in it. Oh, it was, no, no, please. It was specifically talking dogs. I thought you were just talking about dogs in general. No, yeah. <laughs> I was going to send Channing Tatum's like 2019, <laughs> movie, Dog, yeah. which is one of the saddest movies I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a very honest, real portrayal of a post-veteran a yeah. post-war uh-huh. and what they deal with and a dog suffering. Um PTSD. Uh, yeah. Wow. I didn't finish it because I was watching it with my dad and it was just not the, yeah. <laughs> not the like, vibe. Nope. <laughs> Well done, movie, but is that your what's new? <laughs> that, no, that's not my what's new. 
But uh, yeah, I also want to do a creepy movie podcast that nobody will yeah. listen to. But it's just it's really specific films. Yeah. But, um, Eric, what's your what's new? Oh, jeez. Oh, I watched The Bear Season 2. Oh, how's oh, nice. that? Or I actually watched All the Bear for the first time. It's a really well done show. Nice. I think that it's really tight in the first season. It sounds like from just listening to Jeremy Allen White's interviews, like they weren't sure how well they were going to do, and then it kind of blew up yeah. um, with the first season. So second season, you just have like cameos from insane movie stars. Like, spoilers if you haven't watched Bear Season 2. <laughs> Olivia Coleman? What? Will Poulter? And then there's an episode that's just like John Bernthal, Sarah Paulson, Bob Odenkirk, Jamie Lee fucking Curtis. <laughs> Are they uh, all working in the in the restaurant? Yeah, no. <laughs> They're his family, aren't it's, they? Yeah, it's his family. Yeah. Uh, they got okay. all the white people in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just think the acting in that show is really incredible. And um, it's quite fun. I would highly recommend The Bear to anyone. Nice. Even if you aren't a cooking boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to become a cooking boy. <laughs> I'm, cooking I'm also trying to become a cooking boy. <laughs> I'm a cooking lad. Cooking. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I love shows like Bar Rescue mm. and um, 24 Hours of Hell and Back. Or is it 48 Hours of Hell and Back? The uh, the Gordon Ramsay show that I think is no longer around where mm-hmm. he would put on disguises and then like try to trick people. It's exactly um, like that <laughs> with, with a heavy subplot about grief. Okay, okay, cool. I mean, so that's what I... breaking people's restaurants and scaring the yeah, shit out of them. Especially like Bar Rescue, that's what I feel like is in the, in the background, just like heavy grief or like just something <laughs> very bad is going on. Like people are like $700,000 in debt. John Taffer comes in and starts screaming at everybody. Oh my God. Yeah. It's and, like, like Hotel Rescue with the bald man. Uh, who's that? Oh, it's 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 literally, it's just a spinoff of Bar Rescue. It's, but he's like a giant germaphobe. But he like will like stick his hand in like the toilet and rip out. It's like look at all this shit on my eye. <laughs> Howie Mandel. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like kind of like Howie Mandel. He looks just like him. What's what's he proving by doing that? I don't, that, the, that the hotel's dirty. How strong he is. Yeah, how strong he is. <laughs> yeah, strong he is. <laughs> it's a power move. Doing this. Uh, is it Hotel Impossible? Yeah, it's Hotel oh, okay, Impossible. Because okay. it's it like it's not Marriage Rescue, which is another John Taffer show rescue. where he was like uh, it was like a season long because it's like this is probably a bad idea John no you training. have no yeah anyways uh getting on tangent here um the bear season two on hulu hulu yeah nice the yeah. guy who hosts hotel impossible kind of looks like um the boss baby grew up yeah he looks exactly <laughs> like boss baby yeah yeah the and the boss baby will grow up yeah. one day the boss baby will no longer be a baby and what is that going to be like? Does he forget all the things he learned about Baby Incorporated? Does well, you, it stay? You just have to read the prophecy. Oh, the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> the scroll. Yeah, the scroll's a boss baby. <laughs> but, but the adult boss baby is voiced by a baby. Read the Lord. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Button, who? Yeah. I like the idea of you growing older and just, but you, you just sound like more like a baby as you get older. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, in a sense. If you want to be metaphorical about it, sure, but... I like <laughs> being 50 and just going, ah, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Power Rangers at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Boss Baby's more important, though. Yeah. Uh, my what's new? Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to transition me. I was going to throw to you, yeah. But, but I just forcibly did it. <laughs> um, I saw Terrifier for the first time. It was. Oh, what's that? Uh, oh, I've seen the cover of that. That looks really scary. Yeah, with like the clown on it <laughs> and everything. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I can see what me and Tyler did last week is yeah. watch horror movies. Yeah, respect. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, hey, we both watch weird, creepy movies. Yeah. Um, it was another like low budget horror movie that was like got really big over the past few years. And now Terrifier Two is out. Uh, came out a couple years ago. 
uh, now they're working on Terrifier three. Wow. But basically, it's just it's it's basically like a really really gruesome like slasher film. Okay. Uh, they shot it's like it looks pretty low budget, but honestly, it like kind of transcends that in a lot of ways. Like, it's not that it's like super intelligent or anything. Like, and I don't mean that as a, as a negative. No. Like, yeah. But it's just it feels like. Uh, oh my god, I'm spacing on like the name of the clown. I guess it's Pennywise. Pennywise? No, not in this, but John um, Wayne Gacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are the two scary clowns I know. Oh, Krusty the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, one more. Oh, Art Overall. the Clown. Art the Clown. Art. His name's not Terrifier. I wanted to call him Terrifier, but uh, Art the Clown is like, so you think of like Michael Myers or even like Jason Voorhees, uh, or if you even think of Michael Myers as more of like the shape, mm-hmm. they're yeah. both like more supernatural, and Art the Clown just seems like an incredibly like demented human being who's like kind of lost all their humanity, and there's even some parts that like you, you, un- you can be a little sympathetic towards him. Until he just like so until people. he does more eviscerations and stuff like that, You're like oh, and he just ca- he's just a very scary clown that walks around with a big trash bag full of different tools and stuff that he kills people with. So it's very very gruesome. I know, but uh, I feel like you're ignoring his exceptional top hat. <laughs> Wait, oh, he is a little a tiny top with hat, a yeah. very small top. Yeah, hat the, the very small top That's hat great. is great. Yeah, that is Gucci. That is designer. He's really. going to the Kentucky Derby in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, especially this first one, like, people's main issues with it is that it's, like, like oh, I'm, like, so sick of torture porn and stuff. Because there's, like, one scene that's very much like that, yeah. uh, which I totally understand. And it honestly is a bit much. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, there was definitely a time in horror when, like, torture porn was, like, a huge thing. Yeah, all the saws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hostile and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't mind it as long as it's done well. But, like... You do like something like Human Centipede, which I feel like doesn't have a lot of like value. That is it's nothing just like to say. <laughs> it's just kind of like shock, you know? Yeah. It could have something to say, maybe, but it's just like really nasty. Um, really hits for the middle school audience. <laughs> yeah, that was the, big when I was in middle school. The EO factor. Yeah. You see, your your mom didn't let you watch Human Centipede. Psh, my dad did. I saw it. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> it's the last movie I want to watch with my dad. <laughs> Listen, when your parents are divorced and you go away to your dad's for the weekend, sometimes yeah. you just watch Human Centipede. <laughs> like all he just thinks all the three story of about humans and centipedes working together and then he leaves the room for This a, is what my life is like now. He goes to the bar. <laughs> now, now that I'm divorced. It's Human Centipede. <laughs> um, anyways, Terrifier. They were screening it like special engagement at AMC and I have AMC stubs. So I use one of my movies of the week to go see Terrifier at like Rack. ten o'clock at City Walk. It's, yeah, I have a subscription. It's like twenty dollars a month or something. I know it's kind of expensive, but it's totally worth it if you see a lot of movies. I AMC is also the only. <laughs> I have it too. AMC is the only chain that carries white cherry slushies anymore, Whoa. and that's fundamentally important for my movie. Wow, really? Experience. Not really. But I had a cherry slushie for the first time watching Oppenheimer in like years. What happened? Are you okay? I'm dead. Oh no. I'm not even here. He had a nuke <laughs> go off in his stomach. <laughs> I kind of felt like that, but I was like, this is so fucking refreshing right now. Yeah. I was like standing outside all dressed up in a stupid suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see minions? Yeah, to see minions. Because I'm that guy. I'm and that boss person. Baby. Yeah, and boss baby. And just disturb all the children in the audience. What did you think about Oppenheimer very briefly? I thought it was really good. I like oh, it a yeah. lot. Same. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. We're, we're going to save that, though. And the slushy, <laughs> slushy made it better. Yeah, slushy made yeah, it better. Yeah. It, made me, it was very thirst-quenching. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that was great. 
I'm, so. I'm finally seeing it the Saturday at 10 p.m. <laughs> so you only go to see movies at 10. <laughs> basically, <laughs> uh, honestly, I either see them or if I go alone, I'm either seeing them at 10 p.m. or 10:30 a.m. Like that ends up happening like recently because I'm just mega un- unemployed right now, as I'm sure you know, Eric, because considering the. <laughs> Multiple strikes going on. Yeah, the studios it's, uh, won't give us. Uh, hey, listen, we're fighting for a fair contract, mm-hmm. and we're gonna suffer for as long as we need to to get that fair contract. <laughs> and by that suffering includes me seeing movies at ten thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And I joined Tyler. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll go. See <laughs> see <that with> <laughs> yeah, sure. I woke up at six. <laughs> yeah, I've been up for hours. <laughs> You're both bourgeoisie with AMC stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you like made the microphone like reverberate. It's pretty dramatic. <laughs> It's like the Trinity test. <laughs> All right. Terrifier. <laughs> Terrifier's on Tubi also, if you want to watch it there. Uh, speaking of terrifying things, Rita Repulsa looks pretty nasty. She's always wet. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she always wet? She's all slimy. Yeah. And? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks is having the time of her life. Yeah. She is having a lot of fun. Yeah, she's really great. committed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Power Rangers. <laughs> so That's the good. Power Rangers. It's come to that. What time. did you guys think of it? I've already, I've already done my spiel. Yeah, you know what? I I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I think the the pre morphing goes a little long for me. Or like, I would have liked the second and third act to be them like full on like morphing time. Yeah, but yeah. but you know, it, it's still cool. Like by the time they do it, there's so much build up, and you're like, hell yeah, like it's go time. And I felt that like rush on the like running in the Megazords and the theme yeah. song plays, and I'm just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I liked it the least out of everyone here. Okay. But I still liked it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, like, it was kind of just, like, middle of the road for me. It was entertaining. Um, when, when I was... I mean, it starts off pretty rough, I will say, at yeah. least for me. And then it takes a long wrong. time to get going. <laughs> um, but then once I... Like, once it gets to that scene where in the bleachers and, like, the Red Ranger is, like, giving the speech or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Like, I remember yeah. all this. Like, I'm glad it took this long for them to, like, be hanging out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I really becoming friends. I really don't think this movie would work as well if the cast wasn't as deeply engaged with the content as a lot of them seem to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, nobody is really phoning it in. No. There's different yeah. levels of acting experience, but no one's, like, not... Yeah. We're fucking Power Rangers. We're here? Hmm? We're Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Power Rangers. And there's, like, all the, like, soap opera-ish stuff that, like, yeah. all the character development around the fireplace, and mm-hmm. it's like, I, I like it. Like, yeah, maybe that's cheesy to some people, but I'm like, this is what Power Rangers is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's also so teenage high school. Like, you do have that bonding moment. I uh, feel like everyone's had that bonfire moment where they're like, okay, we're with our friends. That was mm-hmm. really deep talk time and, like, really figure shit out. But that's ideal. Like, it's always, like, yeah, yeah, it's an important time in your life. Yeah. yeah. When you have to morph and Zardon gave you powers. Yeah. Zordon. <laughs> Zordon gives you powers. I mean, we all fucked it up. But yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I was like, we, we'll talk about that in a little bit. It's like, I'm so confused on like, they almost get the powers and they don't and then they get it again, but... But their friend has to die first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, part, my partner Lily did did walk by at that point, which uh-huh. is like, are they just going to throw this guy off the cliff? Because she had no context for anything happening. I'm like, yeah, I mean, basically they are, yeah. but they're going to go with him. They're going to go with him. But uh, yeah, I think... The humor in this movie is kind of weird. Like, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. It's sometimes it's good. Other times it's like, hey, let's open this movie with like a joke about cow semen. Yeah, it's an extended joke too. Uh-huh. Like, there's full. You're seeing hand emotions. Yeah, uh, and that's the first thing you hear the Red Ranger say. <laughs> yeah, basically, is like, that's not an udder. That's, that's a, a, a what? Yeah, that's a boy. Did it have one udder on it? He's like, yeah. It's like. 
Was it big? Yeah. yeah. Did oh. you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a joke in the Fairly Brothers. I think it was Fairly Brothers movie, Kingpin. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the bowling movie. Um, it's like we don't have a steer. Or no, we don't have a cow. We have a steer because he's like, I milk the cow. Yeah. I told that whole joke in reverse and oh, ruined okay. it. But anyways. <laughs> It's just weird that there's multiple jokes about cows that are the same in different movies. Yeah. And it's also, we're, I think for this cow scene, it's also, the scene immediately preceding it, the first scene we see is a bunch of rangers dying. Yes! A war scene! A war scene. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, which is awesome, by the which way. Which is great, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the yellow ranger who we see briefly demorph in that scene, mm-hmm. um, she's also the woman at the... Uh, jewelry shop later in the film. Oh, fun! And her name is Fiona Vroom, which I think is an incredible last name. That's a that's a cartoon character name. Like yeah. that's good. That's like she's like I don't think she is a main character, but she's like the mom of the main character yeah, or something. Yeah. It's Fiona Zoom and her daughter Tanya Zoom or something like yeah. that. And I, we're we just screech through about the first twenty minutes of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like this movie goes at such a breakneck pace, and then yeah. just it's like okay, now they're all together. Now we're hanging out, gang. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah, I just love Brian Cranston in full alien makeup. I already said it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's just like dying on the ground yeah. and like it's like that movie sixty five we saw Connery yes. with uh, Adam Driver where oh it's like <laughs> it's like a he there's an a, he is an alien in that. He yeah, he's an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this um, with the dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So so Zordon did create the asteroids that killed everybody. Yeah, he called down a strike. By everybody on, being dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah, onto the Earth so that. Rita Repulsa couldn't get the Zeo crystal, which is a form of life that's embedded in our planet. And who knows what she was going to do with it, but it was going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. Summon Goldar, start eating yeah. planets. Um, but I think that. Okay. Overall question. <laughs> oh, overall question. <laughs> soundtrack. Yuck or yum? Because we get a lot of. Uh, in universe, like I don't know, it's it's a lot of teen music. Yeah, it very like, much is teen music. I'm thinking about the so we have this extended uh, cow scene, and then we do a children of men scene where we're driving and escaping <laughs> yeah. from uh, from police, and it's just yeah. panning yeah. around a car. <laughs> and that scene was the way they shot that car crash was pretty weird. Yeah, it's like okay, I can feel like this isn't happening, which obviously it's not. Yeah, you know, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the tone is pretty strange in the beginning. I thought the whole movie would be more like incongruous like this. Like, yeah. like okay, I mean, I've seen some Michael Bay Transformers recently. This is yeah. still better than that. But it, uh, I don't know, it gets better. Yeah, it does. Good. I, I just found my notes and I saw the girls that were bullying the Pink Ranger. How, oh like, God. they're like the most cringe bullies that they have ever seen in my life. Like, we're cutting you out. They literally cut her out of the <laughs> it's still better than the ones in Bumblebee where they're like, your dad died. <laughs> but just, like, that's like what made me laugh so hard. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? For the bullies, they chose show and tell. Yeah, show and tell. And then we get a very... Uh, Billy Cranston, our Blue Ranger, we get yeah. a very cliche bullying scene with him. And then the Red Ranger slaps a guy in detention. I like that. I, <laughs> yeah. I like his slap thing. I think that's really funny. But the fact, I, so I think it's interesting that we start with the frame narrative being basically the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say because they're just like in detention, like alone, <laughs> like the teacher's not even there, and so it's just like, what are they doing in here? Yeah, Saturday school, man. Forever. I don't know what did, what did the Pink Ranger do anyway. What did what did she do to get herself in Saturday school for life? She sent nudes of someone else. Yes. 
to a boy. There was a girl that okay. she knew. She acquired their nudes somehow. Yes. And then sent them to a boy. And then it became a school-wide. Uh, uh, oh, she like ruined her life. Yeah, essentially. Those that trailer should be much angrier, much sadder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty bad. If no. she, I feel like if she was sadder and was, was much more like, you literally like ruined my life. Like fuck you. Like and her trying to more reach out, I, I feel much more like you know, Pink, you did you did a bad thing because it yeah. seems like she's a, she's a piece of shit anyway, which is kind of weird. <laughs> no, well, this whole movie is just that I think you should leave. It's, gay, where it's like <laughs> it's like I used to be a piece of shit, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm not. not <laughs> People can change because <laughs> like because like every all the Power Rangers basically except for Billy, it's like oh they were like had flaws. Oh, Billy's a ways. criminal. No. Oh wait, hey. what, oh, yeah, yeah. wait, doesn't he break into something? Yeah, okay, he just doesn't understand what he's doing, but he's a criminal. <laughs> He just loves his dad. Yeah, he's like, hey, dad, sorry, I gotta blow up this bank. <laughs> I. He doesn't blow up a bank, but. <laughs> yeah, it's like the he'll, he'll openly trespass he and He does like, destroy break. a whole mountain. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So we go, we go from the detention into RJ Seiler as Billy convincing uh, Jason to come to a mine with him. And I really think that RJ Seiler's performance is like pretty phenomenal. Yeah. It really carries a lot of the movie in mm-hmm. terms of the yeah. drama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's also like a tough thing because, uh, like, his character, like, well, basically his character is autistic, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he even says it mm-hmm. at a certain yeah. point. But they do it well enough, and I think it's mostly because of his acting skills that it's like, oh, yeah. not like offensive. No, it doesn't at least, feel that. I mean, at least to me as like a, a casual like movie watcher or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know if maybe it does still come off as offensive to some people, but like, oh, it seems like. He's not like super different from everyone. He just doesn't pick up on certain things. Yeah, yeah. He, he literally asks, "Oh, I don't pick up on certain things." It's almost him like reading out like a like his own version of his writer, where he's like, "I don't yeah, pick yeah. up on this, this, or this, or this. Or don't try this. Don't try that. I won't get it." <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems like he like he's just doing his best to give as honest a performance as he can. Yeah, which is great. Uh, yeah, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he blows up a mine. Yeah, blows up a mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> he does some lights. Uh, property damage. Um, And apparently every teenager in this town just hangs out at the local quarry. Yeah, Yeah. who doesn't? Uh, Because Kimberly's down there. Uh Jason brings uh, Billy. And then we finally meet uh, the Yellow Ranger, Trini, and uh, Zach the Black Ranger, who's who's a boxcar kid. He just hangs out on the top of trains. (laughs) (laughs) Because his mom's sick at home and he can't be there all the time. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah, Yeah, his, his mom is sick, so he doesn't he spends all his time helping her, but also doesn't go to school and is also not really present in her <laughs> life. Because okay. I remember at the so end, like, <laughs> I, I missed that part because at the end he's like with his mom and his mom's just like, oh, making a joke about something. I don't even remember what. It's something like, about the Power Rangers are handsome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's like, I am handsome. I know, mom. Ha, ha, ha. And I think Zach and Trini really get the short end of the stick with characterization where Zach is just like, I'm crazy. <laughs> which he says about four times. Yeah. Yeah. And then Trini is like questioning her like, uh, sexuality, sexuality and everything yeah, and it's yeah. like oh there's like the fireplace scene and it's like okay that worked well enough but it does feel like a little it's not as well executed as maybe like uh as uh billy cranston's character oh yeah, yeah. but it still like works fine yeah she was the ultimate loner she frustrated me so much in the beginning of this where i was like just look what's happening yeah look <laughs> like we're all connected like just give in already i <laughs> I get that your parents are ultra Christian or whatever. Yeah, are or, annoying. Are annoying. <laughs> and uh, you've been to a bunch of different schools, but like, hey, you're a superhero now. Yeah. It's yeah. time to clock in. Yeah, it's time to clock in. Exactly. Yeah. It's go time. 
Yeah, I had no idea until this time that the Power Rangers always were super strong. I thought it was like they had to turn morph. I forgot about that. I did too. I literally thought all yeah, came yeah. in the suits. Yeah. Um. And then do they? So they find the power coins. Billy blows up a wall. Yep. And, that's and they what find. Yeah. <laughs> He's always blowing something up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, you you card. <laughs> <laughs> His character was done well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's blowing shit up all the time. <laughs> Um, and they get the power coins, and then they have to escape yeah. from mind security. <laughs> the amount of times they say the phrase "mind security," I'm surprised it's just not straight up the cops. Like, yeah. if somebody blew up the side of a mountain, I think like <laughs> the know, cops nobody, would show up. Nobody cares. There's several car crashes in this movie too. Yeah, they get hit by a train. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, but how how do they survive that train? Do their like super instincts kick in, or the morphing crystals save them? Or? We don't. The narrative chooses not to tell us. <laughs> Maybe that'd be a big crux. <laughs> and that's it, our fault. The second one. <laughs> that is the second one. Yeah, yeah like the White Rangers were like. <laughs> Or maybe it was green, like, like, like teleported them or something. You don't remember? I was there. <laughs> like, what we blacked out, you had to black out. You know what I've been through. <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, no, it is a deep voice. Her, she's in the green morph, and then it goes, and then it's like, you're a girl! <laughs> girl! Like a 70s James Bond movie? Yeah. Woof. <laughs> it's exactly, and it's really off-tone and bad. But, so, by the 20-minute mark of this movie, we've seen the end of the dinosaurs mm -hmm. we've seen um a car a one car chase away from the cops yep. detention uh, breaking a government device tracking device yes oh you see yeah he yeah, knows yeah. how to break those also yeah, yeah. that's also another crime <laughs> he's just helping out his friend <laughs> House arrest is so lame, man. I'm so glad we became a power drill, Mikey. Mike, if you didn't do this, you'd be like a criminal mastermind. <laughs> He'd be the hacker. Exactly, yeah. So, and then we meet about five characters, and then we get hit by a train. <laughs> <laughs> we get all the characters together and hit them all with a train. train. And I think that that's just really solid filmmaking. <laughs> I like that everybody at some point learns they have super strength by breaking something. Literally oh, yeah. everybody has a I broke something moment. And it's almost like they broke down the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man sequence yes. just into five different parts. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, all right, we're doing this, this, this. My favorite thing is when a... The Red Ranger's name is Jason, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jason breaks the sink when he just kind of puts it down and just, yeah. <laughs> just, like, just integrates through it. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, I thought he, he was really good too. Um, a is it Dacre Montgomery? Yeah, Dacre Montgomery. Yeah, he was really good as, like, he knew his assignment. He's oh, just like, yeah. yeah, I'm the Red Power Ranger. This is how he acts. Mm -hmm. It's just, I wouldn't say vanilla, but it's like he's just like, I'm the leader yeah. you know, kind of thing. I think in the campfire sequence, which we keep talking about, the, the line he has where he's like, someone says, that, like, who are, you, or, who are you, Jason Scott? And he's like, everybody knows who I am. It kind <laughs> of, I don't know. I feel like that line works for yeah. a Red Ranger where yeah. it's like, yeah, there's a lot of depth to him, but it's also... He, know, he's he, honest. He, and he plays. He plays the ultimate Saturday morning cartoon hero to me, where it's like you. He is pretty surface level. Like everything that he, I don't know, called, is is uh -huh. just very like yeah. I I present myself and like that's what that's what I am. He's like, the hero. Yeah, I'm the hero. There's nothing really deeper than this. He's, he's the good jock. <laughs> yeah, he's the good jock. He's the Zac Efron, the Troy Bolton, if you will. Wait, is that Have High School guys, Musical? Yes. <laughs> okay. Have you guys done High School Musical? No, no it's not on yet. the list. Ooh. Come back for that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One, two, or three. <sighs> two has a really beautiful dance sequence on a golf course. It does, yeah. And I think that that might be it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just come in for the golf it's, course. It's Zac Efron stamping around a golf course and dancing his ass off. 
It's bet on it. Bet on it. Bet on it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ninja 3 The Domination, a movie I like a lot, starts with a bunch of ninjas fighting on a golf course. Oh, that's great. That's uh, art. Let's do a golf golf course miniseries. I like it. Let's go. Not do Caddyshack at all. No, no, we're not touching that. (laughs) What else, though? Then there's the gorge thing because they all go back. Yeah, so they all go back to the gorge and they all meet up. And. Zach is digging in the gorge. They're just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then Trini shows up and climbs up the wall just like Edward Cullen. Oh, she's disgusting like, when she does. Yeah, that. yeah. I was yeah. Like, Ugh. yeah, it's even scarier than like whole tight spider monkey. It's just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like it's really weird. I'd scream if I saw that. I was yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> You're just like the man like farming or something. Yeah. That. Like, what is happening? Just a guy clocking into work and you see a teenage girl. <laughs> Scale a cliff wall. <laughs> like a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not even, it's like, squish, squish, squish. Like, her strength, she's, like, scrambling up the sheer cliff. Oh, horrifying. Yeah, then we jump, then we do the gorge jump. Yeah, That's we do fun. a gorge, we jump across a gorge. And I, I was watching that, so, I watched this movie three times. <laughs> getting ready for this. Yeah. I just was like, I had seen it once in 2017, was worried about coming back to it, but, no, it still worked for me. <laughs> but, I think on the second time watching it, I was like, oh, this is literally, if your friends jumped off a cliff, would you do it too? Oh, that's, that's a good and one. It's, I just it's, thought yeah, that. Yeah. Pretty cute. Nice. Um, it's definitely at least a thing in movies too. It's like, hey, let's jump off this gorge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got superpowers now. Let's just <laughs> <Yeah>. jump, jump. <laughs> across this large gorge. Jump as far as you can. It's, it's really always a sequence, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really thought one of them, I think Zach's the second one that jumps. I really thought he was going to like not have like powers <laughs> and then like keep falling halfway and then so- <laughs> but, like somebody somebody catches him in time you know he makes it across because of how crazy he is yeah. <laughs> I don't have strength I'm just crazy yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they all make it across and Billy falls into the gorge and uh oh yeah is he dead Billy like seemingly dies twice in this movie I in rewatching it again I was like I don't even know if they meant to do this but the fact that he, uh, quote unquote, dies mm-hmm. in the first part and then is resurrected later on, yeah, coughs water out. That's yeah, yeah. symbolism, baby. <laughs> that water never left his lungs. No. <laughs> <laughs> How does he even come back to life again? Because they believe or something. Uh, no. Zardon had the opportunity to come. Is it back Zardon the, or Zordon? Zordon. Zordon had the ability to come back through the grid, but he was like, no. Apparently, he could. He could. I'm going to say since Billy's a Power Ranger, mm-hmm. he's in the grid, so his soul, yeah. whatever, is like in there. So he chose to push Billy through rather than himself. So what's the grid? Is it like in uh, like It's a the morphin grid. It's where Jesus <laughs> lives. It's literally what it's called. <laughs> it uh, connects all the Power Rangers, I think, and it's where they get their morphing energy from. Oh. The comics are very much all about the morphing Is grid. it like all for one for My Hero Macadamia or one for all or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, um, I can't really remember... Where it's like they pass works. on the strength and it gets stronger and like kind a of. It's more like it connects all the Power Rangers together and uh, through the power of friendship. friendship. Okay, yeah. it's much. You know, that's course. fine. That works. Yeah. Um, I feel like Power Rangers really is in kind of like the Star Wars. This is science fantasy, capital yes. S fantasy. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know, Zeo crystals the force yeah. binds us all together, penetrates us, yeah, guides us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, this movie, like, I like that it's not super deep in lore no but it still has like all the hallmarks like uh what's the robot's name alpha alpha, alpha, five. Al- alpha five yeah like it has all those things but 
the same time, it's it, it is like more fantasy than Star Wars, like you said. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, it could be goofy. You know, this was based on a kids show that's mm-hmm. like half of a different mm-hmm. show. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't have to take it so seriously. Um, at, at certain points, like I guess some of the designs later on, uh, I'm like, oh, like this feels very like 2017, where like yeah. peak Transformers, like the end of Transformers, where things are like crunchy and very contrasty yeah. and stuff, but. The actual suits I liked a lot. Like suits the Power Ranger suits. I thought they were good. I'm glad. I they could have been so much worse. They oh, could yeah. have been so much worse. Mm-hmm. I was I I understand why they have them remove their visors mm-hmm. for most yeah. of the last act. I do love yeah. it though when they have the visor on, like the, oh, the yeah. fake Mouths. face. Yeah. yeah, the mouth, yeah. <laughs> the the visors are very cool. Mm-hmm. I just think the they look a little silly when it's yeah. just their face poking yeah. out of the suit. It when it's the suit by itself, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Suits are great. I was yeah. saying, like, they look so cool, and they're just doing, like, that walk. I was like, yeah, like, this is great. Coming off of uh, the odyssey of exploring Michael Bay's oeuvre through Transformers, <laughs> um, how do you feel like this stacks up against it? Because I feel like it's also, I feel like it is also pulling on Transformers as somewhat of a... Uh, inspirational piece to me this is on par with rise of beasts okay i, nice. I think they are pretty equal to each other because okay. they have that to me they have both have a good rise and fall moments and you can mm-hmm. actually chart the journey and they're both fun but the rest transformers one also i'd kind of ping that as on there as well being equal maybe transformers no they're equal okay. uh i was gonna say maybe transformers one's a little bit of like no it's not but <laughs> right yeah. rise of the beasts is the rise and revenge of the fallen is the first fall Transformers franchise. Very true. Oh, I'm so smart. Good job, Tyler. Very insightful, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> uh, that was good. Um, that was did you go to college? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know why. Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I'm hiding behind the dark of the moon. Oh, no. This is the age of extinction. Night. <laughs> This is the last night. <laughs> night. <laughs> um, well, now that I derailed everything, um, Power Rangers. What are we talking about? What Power Rangers. Goldar. Goldar. Oh, Goldar. Oh, is what this when we Goldar? start getting introduced to Rita? Or yeah, no? yeah, she, yeah. She yeah she let's talk about Rita before wet. we get to Goldar. They go into so they go. The end of the Gorge scene is they go and get their powers from Zordon. They made out of yeah. five. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. But then we get Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa, who's having the time of her life and yeah. is yeah. entirely disconnected from the rest of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> She's full cartoon, yeah. which yeah. is not a bad thing at all. I but like Rita it. Repulse is insane yeah. in oh, the, yeah. the show. Like, she's yeah. a nut job, so it's perfect. I think the idea to make her a ranger that betrayed Zordon was a good adaptation for this. That wasn't mm-hmm. the original yeah, thing. Yeah. She's just a space witch in the original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it gives her some ties to yeah, like yeah. everybody and some more stakes. And like, she's a space witch. Yeah, I, like, I do uh, love her original outfit, like in the show or whatever. Yeah. It's like the big uh, cone <laughs> thing, like, <laughs> horns, and the, like big, the big baggy. Yeah, she's yeah. like that's the certified space witch. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that they changed it for this. If she was a Power Ranger before, like, mm-hmm. um, and in the original show, she gives. Tommy the green Power Ranger powers somehow. Yeah. yeah. I think that makes a cleaner line through for uh, the uh Yeah, the inheriting. The yeah. in- inheritance of the powers. But um what did you guys think of her as a as a force that we're exploring throughout this movie? She's fun, you know. Yeah. Like she's she's you can tell she's having fun, she's goofing around yeah, and yeah. like being creepy and like, you know, gold, I need gold <laughs> like ripping people's teeth out and stuff is fun. Yeah, she's definitely a highlight. Um if I'm I'm really glad that the main cast like could like pull it together and like were interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's <laughs> very nice. Obviously, yeah. if it weren't for them, um, I would say that like Rita Repulse is like the only thing I 
really liked in it. Oh, that's fair. But, but uh, I mean, aside from the action at the end, is is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like they. What I'm actually trying to say is, I think the casting all around was pretty great. Yeah, it could have been so much worse. Mm-hmm. In the first scene where we see her in the like unhoused encampment, yeah, um, right behind her, you see a garbage can fire, and in the original show, she was trapped in a space trash can for millions of years, and that's <laughs> really? the genuine lore of Power Rangers. That's so funny. Um, or sorry, ten thousand years. Ten thousand years. After ten thousand years, can. I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> I think that as disconnected as she is from the rest of the cast, and um, I think she sells it for the most part. And yeah. in the scene uh, with Legend of Stage and Screen, Fiona Broom at the um, jewelry shop, yeah. the line, I like the sound of lady. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks was all about that line, yeah. and I was yeah. too. Which, by the way, Fiona Broom's character's name is Phoenix Saleswoman. Nice. But that just sounds like an, a different name from... from uh, <laughs> It does. Fiona Vroom is Phoenix Saleswoman. <laughs> <laughs> she gets all the Power Rangers, all their gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, she she does such a good job as Rita Repulsa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Repulsa or Repulso? Repulsa. Repulsa, yeah. okay. Yeah. We're using that feminine entity. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I wholesale believe that she's somebody that wants to, like, toy with the Power Rangers and oh, fight yeah. them and stuff. She yeah. doesn't want to just, like, eviscerate them. Mm-mm. She wants to kill them, but she wants to, like, fight them first. So I'm like, the way she characterizes herself in this movie, it definitely feels like someone who would be like that. Not just, like, have an excuse to, like, fight them, but not want to, like, immediately kill them. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's a problem in a lot of movies. And this, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's got that energy that, like... Of non-reality, where it's fine. We have her in the background. She's collecting gold to make her Goldar. Goldar. It's fine. Yeah, I miss that Goldar isn't like a big gargoyle like he was in the show, though. Yeah, I he miss was his... so nasty in the show. <laughs> yeah, I miss his big blue face. Yes. yes! Uh, we really only get the scene with Trini where uh, Rita Repulsa pulls up at her house. Yeah. Um, and I didn't catch until this. There's an extended joke throughout it where people can't get Trini's name right, and they call her Dee Dee. <laughs> Dee Dee, right? And I didn't realize that. Rita Repulsa also calls her Dee Dee at the end of that scene, <laughs> which is funny, but also just don't, don't make a whole lot of sense, baby. Yeah, yeah she's never heard her name. No. <laughs> she just knows her as the Yellow Ranger, if anything. It's got to <sighs> be weird for everyone else in that town for this stuff to happen. Oh, yeah. I'd be so weird. I'd be like, why here? Like, the <laughs> whose dad is the one that's like the guy from The Office? Uh, uh, Jason. Yeah, it's Jason's dad. Yeah, who's just like... Who's, looks like he's like maybe ten years older than Jason. Teenage <laughs> <laughs> pregnancy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I think that's more a case of Dacre Montgomery looking like he's a grad student at an arts college rather than a high schooler. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's just that's just actors as high schoolers. True. It's just a yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, just suspension of disbelief. But uh, he's just like driving around. There's a big storm. He's like, "Hey, where are you? <laughs> you need to go, go, like come back home or whatever." He extends his hand down. He just lets the tornado take. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the first scene we get him in. Yeah. He basically just says like, "This was gonna be your season. You yeah. could have been a contender." <laughs> just really mad dad vibes. Yes, such an angry dad. Mad sad dad. Yeah, but all of it works. Fine. I don't know. Yeah, he does good. Yeah, he it's, does fine. it's the stuff I like about DCOMs when like the, mm-hmm. they act, have actual drama with their parents and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this is what this movie is. It's... All of the drama in this is as straightforward and surface level as it can be. And <laughs> yeah. it's only because the actors are really engaging with it. It's like, all mm-hmm. right. It makes me sad that there's never going to be a second one of this. I know, right? Like, it, I'm like, I feel like they really could have like sucked the landing and done something even cooler with the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a lost opportunity because there's a lot in this movie. Like, they they could have done the purple guy in like the armor who is also with Rita who has like the scary face mask, you know? Oh, Lord Zed. Zed, um, yeah. Lord Zed is actually an American creation. Really? They, they ran out of footage of the OG <laughs> stuff after a while. Oh. So they bring in Lord Zed. I like Lord um, Zed. I think, yeah. I, I think I had a Lord Zed action figure. No, I think he about. looks rad. Yeah, he's he has metal a as hell. Big staff that has a Z at the top. Mm-hmm. Just Zed! So, so he knows who he is. <laughs> and everyone else does too. <laughs> Zed. <laughs> he has no object permanence. Yeah, no. Well, I guess it's just a memory thing. Actually. He just always has a mirror in front of his face. <laughs> uh, I like that. That's really dumb. That's, that's cool. That is cool. Ew, he has like meat armor. Yeah, yeah he does. Gross. He's awesome. That was if I was a bad guy when we played Power Rangers, I'd be Zed. Uh, uh, we haven't talked at all about Krispy Kreme. Oh, oh yeah. right. <laughs> Another very similar thing I feel like to I don't know, I feel like all action movies in this time period of time was doing like, oh, Superman fights in an IHOP in a series. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, the Man of crystal is underneath the Krispy Kreme. Like for for a while the, these movies thought it was really funny to put them in like really like boring like locations. Just, <laughs> I mean it, for for a while, like they, they did that in Uncharted, which came out like two yes, years ago. And they have to, like no, no, no uh Denny's? No, it's Papa John's. Papa they John's. have to dig into a Papa John's wow. oh my to get God. like. <laughs> so, do you think? How do you think this worked? Do you think Power Rangers approach Krispy Kreme? <laughs> I, I hope want so. that so yeah. bad. Like, listen, our screenwriter is so funny. Like, they wrote down that Krispy Kreme. That was the zenith. That, that was, was the zenith. They had to get. Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll well, I'm gonna remove the writer from the situation. But the, yeah. I'm gonna say it's a producer being Absolutely. like, it's Krispy Kreme. Like, yeah. it's so funny, and I'm not gonna let this go until I die. And. <laughs> And so I'm gonna call Krispy Kreme, and we're gonna do it. And they're gonna they're gonna agree because it's free advertising. <laughs> and yeah. just sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I, I didn't have a full thought yet, but <laughs> I didn't either. So. Yeah, don't, now, just, now we're trapped. It's just really. It's I'm just, good. You're about to say something without knowing what to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just uh, the the whole Krispy Kreme of it all. It could have been a lot more natural, but they say like four different characters say Krispy Kreme in one scene, like right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. it's in. Seeing this originally in 2017, I remember it being a thing throughout, yeah. and so I was really surprised that it only comes up in like the last act. But once they start saying Krispy Kreme, they really don't stop. Yeah, and you've got yeah. Jason and the Tyrannosaurus or whatever it is, just being like, "All right, Kimberly, you got to go protect the Krispy Kreme." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that her pterodactyl is just a jet. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's not a pterodactyl; that's a fighter jet. <laughs> um, they do work Krispy Kreme in one time previously, which is. Uh, when they're all testing out their powers, Kimberly and Trini are fighting over a donut, and I was like, "Oh, you're that donut." Is that what they were that was yeah, a yeah. donut, which was like a 20 second sequence that was cute, but it was like, "You guys are just in a Krispy Kreme fighting over a donut with your superpowers, girl stuff, girl stuff, <laughs> just girl things." Yeah, I, well, they just start like beating the shit out of each other inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> Yeah, Rita to say you're not ready to kill me. I'm like, oh, I love that. It's like such like just boss, yeah, intense hubris. You gotta yeah. train ten thousand years before you're ready <laughs> yeah. to fight me. Ah! You see that red skull on top of my head? You're not ready for this. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I think Goldar for me is like the weakest point. Yeah, uh, yeah. his design. It's, it's not just fun. like a big gold thing, mm-hmm. which makes sense because his name is Goldar. But mm. I do miss like the. I just have a fond memory. I don't know if it's real or if I made it up, but I just remember Goldar in, in the sh- original show just being like, Wah! No, yeah, that's real, yeah. Like that. that was a really succinct uh, description of his character. Hey, yeah. We both yeah. were like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, 
a goofy guy yeah. who was scary and had wings. Yeah, uh, like and a sword. Wings, yeah, and Rita's like super lackey. Like he was her yeah. go-to stooge. <laughs> and I also I think the Goldar design is kind of a weak point. And also mm-hmm. the, the fact that it's just like she's going around and collecting all this gold, and at the end she just goes to the mine and is yeah. like, oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> There's gold in the earth. <laughs> I would probably believe Rita just kind of has that thought process like, oh my God, what yeah, was yeah. I thinking? Like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> what I think the, sc- the screenwriter version of it is, is that she's collecting stuff for her staff. Yeah. And then when she has the staff, she can go and do the More power. Quarry. There it is. Yeah, channel um, it. But it doesn't read like that at all. No. <laughs> it just makes you remember like, oh, of course. Duh. <laughs> Silly me. Mining. <laughs> Mining. <laughs> There's a lot of mines and gold involved. Yeah. In How do you think Angel's Crest got all their money? It's whoa, a gold rush town. I forget that's Angel what it was called. Grove. Angel Grove. Angel Jesus. Grove. Yeah. <laughs> Put some respect on the name. Yeah. <laughs> um, Once they're out of gold, they got to dig Transformium. <laughs> Next to the Unobtainium <laughs> and Whale Brain Juice, whatever. Yeah, they, all the whale brains are in the mine. Yeah. Is that in Transformer? No, no it's in Avatar. Avatar. Oh. <laughs> Avatar 2, it's all about the whale brains. Yeah. I forgot i that's yeah. okay we all do do you want this avatar 2 poster that connery was given avatar that's... 1 I, I it was bestowed upon me on my hedge one day and i woke up and i was like what is that i thought it was like some some creeper and i unfolded i've told this story on podcast so many times so i unfolded i'm like i'm just really bracing for something scary <laughs> yeah. and i'm just like an avatar 1 poster You're like jake soley yeah an imax avatar what <laughs> you, you guys are so kind and you treat your guests so well i just don't think i can take that from you no. <laughs> That's something that you need in your You're life. You're right, I need it. Um, <laughs> I, I went to college so I could give away exactly. Avatar posters. Fair enough. At um, the AMC. <laughs> uh, yeah, I talk about AMC too much, a giant corporation. I'm going to go to the new Bev soon. Don't worry, everyone. Yeah, good. Speaking of design, though, the uh, design of the putties, which are the, the real oh, footmen, yeah, are also garbage. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like rock people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they. Oh, so that's something I wish they had a fight earlier on in the movie. It just kind of they shot they I fight agree. the putties and then immediately go to Goldar. I wish mm-hmm. the pacing yeah. of the action. Like I don't mind all the all the soap opera drama and stuff, mm-hmm. but I wish there was a fight scene earlier on where they're just fighting stupid things like that. Like, no, they, I agree, and that's how the structure of the show usually works. Yeah, is you yeah. have like your pre-fight mm-hmm. and then a little bit more narrative, and then it's like normal structure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for like an action movie at least. Pre-fight, yeah. main fight, post-fight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Like the, the the putties are a little boring, but yeah. I, I would have liked liked them more if they were just true fodder and they'd like fight them all the way through angel, angels, whatever. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Grove, and then finally getting the getting there, be like, all right, Megazord time. Yeah, especially if at first like all five of them couldn't beat one of them. Yeah, and then now it's like they're just like whopping through them. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, whapping through them. I don't. <laughs> either of those are bad words. Whoppering uh, through them. <laughs> yeah, he's throwing whoppers at them. Because there's that shot uh, when they're in the bar, or sorry, in the bank. And like one of the, <laughs> they are teenagers, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be in bars. <laughs> Kimberly keeps the, ordering the booze. putties. Are, the, can a putty go to a bar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the putty. Well, <laughs> they, yes, they yes. went. They went to college. <laughs> the putty is not in a bar. It's in a bank, and you just see the putty's arms like grab a man and kill him. Yeah, <laughs> like that's really intense. Yeah. So that showed some some uh, intensity. Yeah, yeah. They also at least, but in that scene, only on a rewatch, I realized that the the customers that are in that shop. Who like just go off to the side when Rita Repulsa starts popping off? The guy accidentally gets shot by the cop. Oh what? yeah, 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 yeah! I rewinded that. Okay. Too. Yeah, yeah. He bounces off the putty, yeah. or her, or, or, yeah. or, he, or he just misses. 
Yeah, he has like a shotgun and it yeah, like yeah. hits it like uh, ricochets onto the guy. Oh my god, like, that's that, horrible! I don't know if that was a necessary detail. No, like, there's little moments like that that I'm just like, this is strange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the director of this, by the way, Dean Israelite, he did one movie before this, Project Almanac, which I always heard very good things that about. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I gotta go. Uh, I, I don't know if I have to, but I, I will get around <laughs> to it. Yeah. But uh, before that, he was an assistant to Jonathan Liebsman on Battle L.A. Oh. oh, so Jonathan Liebsman. I think he also directed Wrath of the Titans. Oh, classic! So it's yeah. like those kinds of movies. <laughs> Only I'm like, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of see this lineage like coming together, and I don't even necessarily mean that in like a super negative way. It's no, like, I kind of see some of the style influences coming from that. Yeah, I think Project Almanac is also, to my memory, like a teen adventure. So it makes yeah. sense that they'd be like, yeah, you can do the Power Rangers now. Yeah, tracks. <laughs> um, and then, who knows what he's doing now? Yeah, I don't know. Living the high life. Give my boy a job. Yeah. Give us all jobs. Yeah. Meet meet the demands and give us all jobs. Exactly. <laughs> Once we're Power Ranger training, the movie's just like kids being like, God, are we friends or are we Power Rangers? <laughs> and I'm I'm so traumatized by my family. And then eventually we get to the final fight. But yeah. is there any, like, it is so quintessential pulpy teen fiction. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. any of it that hit for you guys? I. I I know I just enjoy it. like so yeah. I like I like the bonfire scene a lot yeah. and I like I, don't know, I, I like I like Jason just maybe just because I I'm always like associated with, like I'm the Red Ranger so yeah. I'm like that's my guy and uh, which I feel like it's so counter to me in real life but still but I don't know like I liked everybody it's a good solid cast mm-hmm. I like the Megazord in the end I thought that was yeah. great yeah like Zach's annoying but like he's not too annoying yeah no it's He's doing his darndest. Like he's being a, like a jerk on purpose. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm an outsider. I'm I'm brooding. He does look right at Billy and say, "I'm black," which is a little weird. But True. <laughs> uh, when they're in the pool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I missed on more nuance of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that I'm like, mm, Zach. That's kind of a problem. <laughs> Zach, let's tone it down a little bit. Let's yeah. walk this back, buddy. <laughs> walk it back, bro, 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 bro. Zach, Billy about to get you canceled. I do think that Zach is such a he's so beautifully emblematic of the real life archetype of teenager who's bad but really loves his mom yes yeah. we've yes. all known that person of a dude who just <laughs> couldn't keep it together in school but man he loved his mom he loves his family we love your family <laughs> just like connery getting in fights in high school i didn't give him fights in high school <laughs> You don't have to lie to us, Connor. This I shoved a guy up against the lockers one time. Whoa. <laughs> but he was getting in my face and being really mean to me. And then yeah. no one fucked with me ever again. <laughs> the uh, the, yeah. bu- the bully in this is like the most like just douchebag guy. Like, And for some reason he has to have like red red long hair or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Ed oh, Sheeran or something. But the only person I ever got in a fight in with uh with in elementary school he he was a redhead oh yeah no no connection at all Tracks but just all did, redheads it, like, <laughs> no it just didn't me think about that because uh I forget who called who what but one of us oh. called the other one a butterfingers butterfingers I think I called him a butterfingers and he got really mad <laughs> and then my preschool teacher was the one that broke it up and she's like I'm and she was a British lady and she's yeah. like I'm so disappointed in you Tyler who won the fight though. Uh, You're right. Did he break his fingers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't know who. I don't think anyone won. <laughs> I think it just got broken school, up. You're just like slapping. Yeah, each I think other. you're just slapping each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, how about your fight, Eric? Yeah. What's your story? <laughs> I was hitting people with lightsabers, <laughs> drawing blood. Unprovoked. No. Yeah. No. no. Oh, oh wait, we're talking. I, 
never been in a fight. Oh, okay. The only times, like, yeah, that's that was the only time. And then the only other time I got in trouble in elementary school was I was, like, <laughs> um, I had a quarter and I was scratching all the paint off of, like, a pole or something. And I got, like, <laughs> detention for that. But it was just, like, a weirdly soothing feeling for me to scratch all the paint off. That's so funny. So I got in trouble for really stupid things. Like, it was just, and then I felt horrible after whenever anything happened. So. I got detention one time my entire life and Whoa. I was just saying, damn. Whoa! Yes. Was that in uh, high school. school? In Christian high yes. school? Yeah. Where like she was like, spell this word, and I got it wrong. She said no, and I said damn, and then she was like, everyone laughed. She laughed too, and then she was like, you have to stay after class. You get detention, Connor. I was like, what are you talking about? Like you laugh, everybody laughed. What are you talking about? What a needless excuse to exercise power. I know. I was, I was like, what are you kidding me? I've literally never had detention in my entire life. Like, what are you talking about, really? And she's like, yeah, detention. And then like literally, I went into like. I remember I teach Mr. Blank's class because he was doing it. He was like, Connery, why are you here? I'm like, I said, damn. And he was like, <laughs> like Well, now you have double detention. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I was really waiting for that. He, he just he just thought it was funny. He was like, take a seat. That's so dumb. <laughs> I'm like sitting next to these people actually get in trouble all the time. I'm like, hi, Cody. <laughs> it just taught you to bend the rules even more. Yeah, like Cody, Kyle, pleasure. Um, so I, I think the last thing to really talk about, we talked about the costumes and yeah. everything. Yeah. The high school drama. It's just really the final fight in the Zords and the Megazord and mm -hmm. uh, Crushing Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. Now that Power Rangers is owned by Hasbro, they can just be like, screw you, Bumblebee, and crush a charger on screen, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. I like that. Do you think now that, did you see Rise of Beasts? No, I haven't seen any since the third one. I but think. you heard us talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to imagine we're G.I. Joe and then we get Transformers, G.I. Joe, Power Rangers. Post Power Rangers, Barbie Ranger. Barbie Ranger, yeah. The real Pink Ranger. The cinematic universe. Barbie Rangenheimer. Barbie. Whoa. <laughs> That's too big. Brain. I imagine like the Dragon Ball Z. Dun, 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 dun. Oppenheimer is just piloting the, the Megazord to launch nukes out of. <laughs> and it is Killian Murphy. Horrible. <laughs> it is Killian Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so are we on the last fight? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. What about the Zord design? It's fine. I wish yeah. it was more pieced together, like in the show. Yeah, I could actually identify parts of it. This one it seems much more like seamless, or it is more like a big robot. It feels too. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It all just kind of blends together. It yeah. doesn't feel like anything feels distinct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the first. I like the actual Zords before they like morph together. Yeah, mm -hmm. like that's pretty cool. But then once they become the Megazord, uh, like the original design is so blocky. Yeah, that I'm like, okay, obviously they couldn't do that to fit into the aesthetic that they built. Because mm -hmm. like this is like the more like last night aesthetic than it is yeah. Bumblebee aesthetic, where mm -hmm. they are like the old, chunky. Yeah. yeah, but I really enjoyed that the way they turn into the Zord is by like being pushed into the the raw magma of the earth and it looks like the end of Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah, they're all going to die. Yeah. yeah. They're being pushed into, like, the uh, Corvius. And then it's genuinely, like, you just see fire mm -hmm. and transforming, but you hear some genuine screams in the background. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, oh, right. Oh, no. It's like, I was also thinking, Toy Story 3, I was also thinking when, like, Gandalf's fighting the Balrog and he's oh, just, like, true. falling through yeah. like, forever. Yeah. But, yeah, they're straight up, like, <laughs> like, there's like horrified death death rattles, like, and then they become the Megazord. Yeah, but um, oh, I, I was gonna just say like, yeah, like the Megazord, the original design's too blocky for this style, mm -hmm. but this one feels like it's just one giant 
person. Yeah. Uh, which I don't totally mind because it, I like it when a, a giant person is fighting. Yeah, like, you love Ultraman. <laughs> yeah, it's basically <laughs> like Ultraman fighting like a creature. Yeah. And it's like, that's fine too. And I... There's no clean way to do the different rangers in the different pods mm-hmm. or have them all be in one space, but I think they yeah. did as well as they could have. They the all their control chambers really look like um, Neon Genesis Evangelion yeah. uh, robots. Very much so. Yeah. It probably it's probably an influence, I guess. Probably. Absolutely. Did you did you guys know? Fun fact. I think this might not be current, but I think up until a while ago. Michael Bay held the American film rights for Neon Genesis no. Evangelion. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. That would be a dark that. day. The Romeo and Juliet law thing would be very prevalent <laughs> in that one. They should let like Wes Anderson direct Neon Genesis or something. That'd be really funny. I, hey, it's got to be Del Toro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. he already he'd did go, Pacific he'd go, Rim, though. He'd love that goop stuff so much. True. That, yeah, he'd, he'd really go with crazy with that. He'd love those kids being angsty <laughs> and having their psyches destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to sad music in their bed all alone at night. <laughs> True. Just like the Power Rangers. Just like the Power Rangers. Just like the Power Rangers. While Zordon yeah. stares at them. <laughs> They're their sleeping bodies. Oh, another fun fact. Brian Cranston has, was involved in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Really? Uh, he voiced two of the monsters. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> That's he's, awesome. He's the only person to be involved in both productions. That's so nice. Yeah. That's great. I'm so glad he's in this. I enjoyed his role in this more than in the 2014 Godzilla because he's only he in that for like a little. Yeah, yeah he's, he's only in like the beginning. They advertise oh, like. I remember that. Yeah, they, they advertise him so hard. It's like Brian Cranston versus Godzilla. Sounds like awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, he dies like, no, like twenty minutes in. I was so mad. I had this whole narrative. I'm like, he's gonna build Mecha Godzilla, and it's gonna be this whole yeah, overarching be awesome. thing of like him like wanting to destroy like the Earth, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, nature versus man to like the extreme kind of vibe. But like, yeah, I do love that movie, but that's there's definite faults in like the character yeah and like the the plotting of who's you you're who's more, doing what in there yeah you like the awe of and power of nature and godzilla yeah in that movie. right <laughs> yeah. yeah speaking of designs as well we didn't really touch on alpha five as much oh i hate his design in this i, I like his that. old design so much more i liked it you like it yeah yeah I just, <laughs> he looks like a little frog boy silly. he just looks like a silly little frog boy <laughs> and i think it's bill Hader's voice that sells it for me yeah I like Blair's voice. I'm just I'm like, I like I saw a picture of the old Alpha Five yeah. and I was like, I like it was like kind of looks like a guy in a suit. Rangers. Like, oh, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't totally place who was voicing him at first until I looked it up, but then later on it sounded like way more like Bill Hader than in the beginning, and I'm like, did is, is the mixing just different or do I just know who it is now? It's probably the second part. Maybe. But it's like, oh yeah, that's very much Bill Hader. But I, I like his design too, um, as opposed to being like a full sized person. Yeah. Like I can be in a little guy. He, he winks just, and he has the cosmos in his eyes. He's a little saucer frog boy. Yeah, yeah. Like the the Power Rangers are normal size. Yeah. He's little, and they have a giant robot. What I like different scales. Huh? What if he was even bigger than them? <laughs> <laughs> That's why Lord of the Rings is awesome. The only reason why, because everyone's different heights. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> like that one's short, that one's medium, that one's tall. tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're fighting something even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I mean, what God. else is in this movie? There's oh, so so. What are the forms of of the uh, of the Zords? There's a T Rex, Triceratops. Apparently, there's a mammoth, but I couldn't even yeah, really. There's a mammoth. Yeah, pterodactyl, saber tooth tiger, saber tooth tiger. Yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they traditionally are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're different things in different series, but in, okay. for the OG ones, I think those are yeah. the, the core five. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't know why Mammoth fits in there. Like the I was like Mammoth weren't around during that period. Saber tooth tigers were not. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, just cool animals. But dragons, they were down there. <laughs> they were there. Yeah. there. <laughs> they were there, baby. <laughs> dragons. <laughs> it's like the power creep of like shows with animals. And oh like, yeah. I feel like we were like children, like the age of like animals are the coolest thing. And yeah. So, well, yeah, because there's a uh, Transformers Beast Wars, mm-hmm. Power Rangers. They have robot animals, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Uh, animorphs. Yeah. So it's like animals were animals were the shit. So then it, like the logical like next power creep up from an animal is a mythological being. So it's yeah. like oh, okay, cool, of course. Like even Transformers, they have a griffin in it. They do? Yeah, there's a griffin in the original Beast Is it Wars. a robot? or is Yeah, it he's a robot. Okay. He's a Transformer. I thought it was just a flesh and blood griffin. Transformers, <laughs> Transformers yeah, like property. <laughs> yeah, you can talk. He's just magic. Fucking dragon tails or something. Air Razor. <laughs> Air Razor. Um, but, I mean, the final fight is uh, just kind of a slog fest. Yeah. It's not... Big punch. He suplexes Goldar. And yeah, by he, I mean do. the Megazord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess all of them. If one of their consoles goes out or something, like, can they still function as the Megazord? Or do they need, like, all five brains? Is it, like, Pacific Rim where it's, like, <laughs> one person can't pilot it, you know? We probably would have found out about that in the next movie, but... Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of, like, an arm going dead, like, Kimberly's unconscious, and so, like, Jason has to, like, fully, like, switch the shoulder <laughs> just to make it, like, slap something. Yeah. <laughs> They do slap uh, Rita Repulsa into the space. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, that's it's quite a good ending. Yeah. <laughs> you just slap her, I did. <laughs> um, a nice callback to the beginning. I also like that she sits frozen in space like uh, Leia yeah. in Last Jedi. <laughs> and then she just comes back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that movie. <laughs> we all like Last Jedi. Yeah. It's good. Last Jedi is a good film. Thank you. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, what was I going to say oh it just kind of ends in full circle where they're in detention again and they draw the lightning bolt and they do the Ferris Bueller thing we should start yeah. a band the, okay that that is something I will say for this and this is maybe getting in my own nostalgia bag mm-hmm. and uh, wanting to engage with pulpy teen drama this movie makes it seem cool to be a Power Ranger. It really does. Yeah. Like, like, I'd love to be one. I'm like, that sounds so much fun. You have your five friends, and you have these secret identities, and you mm-hmm. just help people. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's great. There's something about the Power Rangers show, too, that I always had the feeling. It's like, nobody's like an old Power Ranger. Like, nobody's no. like, no. even, like, when I was, you know, in middle school, I'm like, 40s old, you know? But like, yeah. nobody, <laughs> like, everyone's in high school, and it's like, you just, I get the sensation that like you kind of just stop being a Power Ranger in your like mid twenties. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like it's, it's like just a, like we need like teens to do this for some reason. But yeah. then, it, huh? I was gonna say it's kind of like a lot. A lot of things, a lot of media does that. Where it's like yeah. the, the the older you get, like that, you kind of have to like pass it down to the next generation and be like, hey, yeah. like we we did it. Like, you guys can do it too. Kinda I mean, vibes. Zordon says in the opening of the original show, Alpha, I need teenagers with attitude. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's the defining characteristic to be a Power Ranger, to be a teenager with attitude. attitude. Not okay. elves with attitude. No. <laughs> Not overly polite teenager. <laughs> no. They gotta have a little bit of radness to them. It is another, like, child soldier kind of thing, where it's like the veteran <laughs> is, like, 25, and, that, and, like, that's the person who dies in the beginning of the show or yeah. something. It's, like, everyone's hero. It's like, oh, they were the best ranger. Like, they were the oldest. They were 23. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> He did his service for his country. <laughs> yeah, basically. In that Megazord. <laughs> he could pilot the entire thing by himself. He was 23. <laughs> the peak of power. When they, uh, as they get later in the show, they bring back 
um, Tommy yeah, he when he's like 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, I think you get the original Red Ranger coming back too. But yeah, yeah, pretty much you stop being a Power Ranger after you go to college. Yeah, it's like Digimon where it's like, yeah. it's weird, like especially in the cartoon. I think they do more nowadays. Mm-hmm. Thing, they, oh, they're older now, but then they have like their watch things still. Where you're, like, you're like, oh, cool. That's sad. Yeah. And they can't really use it much. Like I saw this really sad thing where it's like, if they like disintegrated with like Agumon looking up at, at, at Ty being like, what are, you, what are we going to do tomorrow? And he's like, I don't know. And then, like, it just disintegrates. And he looks down, and Agumon's gone. And he's just like, oh, God, that's so sad. It's brutal. Like, him and Matt with, like, their two guys, and they both look down, and he's gone. I was like, fuck, that's, that's rough. I don't like that at all. I have no context for Digimon, but I'm fully oh. engaged. I'm fully engaged. <laughs> I love Digimon. Digimon's great. Oh, yeah. Under the Digimon movies, Tyler. <laughs> I, that was the first movie I ever walked out of. What? Um, it was apparently it. too intense for me, and oh, I started crying. Man. It is intense. It I, gets scary. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the beginning with the is there giant monster in the beginning. Yeah, the Digivirus thing. I was like, like I can't do this, Mom. Yeah. I'm out. Yours was Dark the Moon, right? Dark the Moon. I left. Yeah. Yeah, mine was <laughs> the the clumps too, or whatever. <laughs> Because my grandma took me to the movies, and she's like, this is too foul. And then, like, she took took me out. So it was against my will, but yeah. Yeah, we got ticket refunds or whatever. It was a like, grandma one. I thought yeah. it was going to be you chose to uh, rally against the clumps, too, and I was going to have to leave this <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, ever left a movie. I, I got to think about that. I, I wanted to leave to Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Stay tuned for that episode next weekend, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's Nutty Professor 2. Yeah, clumps. Nutty oh. Professor 2, The Clumps. I've, I haven't yeah. seen any of the Nutty Professor. <laughs> next um, franchise. Yeah. yeah. Let's just do Eddie Murphy year. Eddie Murphy vehicles. Eddie Murphy vehicles. <laughs> He's a franchise. He Haunted Mansion, here we come. Ooh. <laughs> you got to whack it. <laughs> whack it. Oh, yeah. Yuck or Yum, the uh, soundtrack. I feel like in between, it's fine. Yeah. There was nothing that was yuck. It's just like, oh, some of this is very of its time, where it's like, and that was only six years ago. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I remember Fits in the Tantrums. Yeah, like, they exactly. have a song in this. Um, there's a, a Rack and Tours song, Salute Your Solution, mm-hmm. that I, I listened to, like, a lot in, uh, like, ninth grade or something, and which, coincidentally, is also in, in a big sequence in The Flash. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> which is supposed to be the Barbie song, I think. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. They say that. And it's, in Yeah, that's a real. In, I saw that in And then they don't play the Barbie song? Yeah. In the Flash. In yeah. the Flash. Yeah. What happens in the Flash? I don't what know. What is that movie? It's, it's, not, it's not a movie. It doesn't okay. exist. It's not real. Okay. We don't have to talk <laughs> We'll cover about it one day. Babies it's, and microwaves. Is the Flash in the room with us right now? Yeah. Always. <laughs> the reverse Flash is always staring at me. <laughs> and it's always Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back in my hotel room in Hawaii, and they're peering over me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the soundtrack's fine. Yeah, you know, the soundtrack's it's, good. It's, it's not good. bad in any yeah. way. It's just like, yeah, it's it's fun. I think the gratuitous use of Kanye West's power in the main fight scene. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I would have almost preferred the I got the power thing that you at the very end. Oh, that'd be really fun. Yeah. I got the power! Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, I had an idea, but it went out of my head. Let's become Power Rangers. Let's become Power Rangers. All right, let's get the tech. Should we steal let's it? Let's do our time for our country. Yeah. Should we steal it from Zordon <laughs> or like I don't know? I feel like we become like the Dark Power Rangers if we like take it by force. Oh, or you something. mean the Psycho Rangers? Psycho oh, Rangers, God. which is something that really exists in the I canon. Like that. Let's talk more about the Psycho Rangers. They're just also crazy, <laughs> and their helmets look like they're on fire. <laughs> so that's how you know they're bad. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> 
Okay, um, pretty cool. They kind of look like bugs or something. Oh, they look cool. Yeah. Yeah, Psycho Rangers, neat. Um, but I mean, so we're in the 30th anniversary of Power Rangers right really? now. Really? Um, they released a throwback to the OG series called Power Rangers Once and Forever, which I didn't watch. Oh, that's cool. Um, it has uh, the original blue and black rangers and yeah. it's kind of an homage to the original yellow ranger who passed away in a car crash during uh, the production of the show yeah um yeah i was reading about that too and it's really sad mm-hmm. um at the same time it's very puzzling that there's two car crashes in this movie considering like the history of power rangers fully yeah. didn't connect that and that is kind of a, a choice that they made yeah, yeah. Kind of fucked. um but we also are getting our first full season female Red Ranger. So Whoa, really? Times are changing. Nice. She cool. has a war hammer. It's pretty sick. That's really cool. I yeah. like that. I always like when people always buy like yeah. big hammers and like swords and stuff like that. That's really fun. Heck yeah. Yeah. So it's I haven't watched any of the recent stuff, but uh Power Rangers is a franchise that really has its own core identity. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really shift from that. I yeah. think that, that has uh, such a strong aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It works for it. Yeah, that aesthetic is very strong, and it's like a mix of like awesome fights and like the costumes are both cool and like dorky in a yeah, lot of ways, yeah. and it's just kind of charming in in so many ways. I like to say so. it's science with a capital F fantasy, like that yeah. really makes sense. Yeah. Well, any last thoughts on Power Rangers twenty seventeen? It's cute. If you have a free afternoon, I'd say give it a watch. You won't lose any time, and you'll have a fun time watching Power Rangers. <laughs> it's a more phenomenal ride. <laughs> <laughs> How many, uh, what are they called? Power Ranger coins? Oh, like, what does Zordon uh, have? Gosh, what are they called? They're, I think they're just Morphing called Power Coins. coins. Power Coins? Yeah, yeah Power Coins. coins. Power Coins. Out of, a, out of five Power Coins, what would you give this movie? Three and a half Power Coins. Four nice. Power Coins. Now I feel bad. I give it three, I think. That's fine. That's fine, yeah, it's good. I respect that. That's like, That's three to me average. is Woodwatch again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at a, some point. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Not soon. Yeah. So we have a little ladder system, three, three point five, and four. Yeah. yeah. So great. What would it have hell. brought it to a five for us? Uh, more Krispy Kreme. More Krispy yeah, Kreme. Yeah, more Krispy Kreme. Learning how the donuts are made. And wow. Yeah, incorporating the cow joke somehow into the Krispy Kreme. Yeah, launching the cow at Goldar, <laughs> covered in Krispy Kreme. Um, uh, <laughs> maybe we should stop Shut talking. Up. I feel like we're taking Marvel's ideas right we're now. Taking- like Marvel's idea—that is the plot line to the Marvels. I wish. Oh, the Marvels. <laughs> I wish the Megazord crammed crayons up its butt. Wow, which is the line in this movie. Yeah. I just, I really loved when Jason just yells at Zordon, "Your team's dead." Yeah, that's such an Anakin Skywalker moment. <laughs> well, your yeah. team's dead. Yeah. I'm looking at old pictures of the Psycho Rangers, and there's like, like just a bunch of smoke in this in the frame. I'm like, oh yeah, I could use some more atmosphere in this movie. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just make it look like they're in a fake room. Just haze yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, but that's a different movie where they have like the OG um, Megazord design. Like that's mm-hmm. the more like tongue in cheek yeah. design for everything. Mm-hmm. This was trying to be modern and cool while yeah. also like, being I feel like if we got another shot it would air more campy and like more like the aesthetic of the actual like show yeah yeah I I'm sad that this um kind of got swept under the rug and mm. didn't get its fair shot because I feel like a lot of the the filmmakers and people involved in this were really engaged with it and mm-hmm. wanted to make a good property and product yeah um but it's just a little relic of its time when mm. we were trying to 
I mean, we're still trying to franchise everything, but <laughs> we were really trying to franchise yeah. superheroes back then. Oh, uh, yeah, anything. Anybody I, was grabbing anything. Yeah, it's really not that bad. Like, it's it's an entertaining movie. It's functional, mm-hmm. despite what the beginning 10 minutes may make you think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's better than a lot of blockbusters that have come out in the past couple of years. It's just been, like, absolute mm-hmm. dumpster, like, fire movies. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, if maybe if it came out in 2023, like, would people be more exhausted, or would they be actually quite into it because it's such a hard question because i mm-hmm. feel like the aesthetic would so sharply shift into like yeah. not what it is now i feel like it would be brighter colored at least probably and yeah. just a lot more like maybe a little more fun but keep that angst cause yeah because i always think like a- avengers came out in 2012 and that was like the first big like franchise thing around that mm-hmm. time and then dcu was flailing harry potter was over like what else was around transformers was sticking around yep. I just I think it would be like I think they did what how you can adapt Power Rangers to a modern audience with this with yeah. it being like a very Pacific Northwestern aesthetic yes. or just teens in the woods with superpowers. Um, <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I like that better than like Bumblebees, where it's just like, don't you know we're in the eighties? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this feels like at certain points I couldn't tell if it was modern time or if it took place in like the mid nineties, which yeah. felt very uh, apt also considering it when the possible. show came out. Yeah. yeah. But Hasbro, I believe owns the license to power Rangers. So mm. we could be seeing that worked into the GI Joes, the transformers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well now Mattel wants to make like a Polly pocket movie oh, and I like all that. these other things. So, and I'm there <laughs> opening night, baby. Opening night. <laughs> What was that name for? <laughs> what is that from? Barbie. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I gotta yeah. see it. Yeah, I'm gonna see it too. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll hear the song. It'll break your heart. But thank you guys for going on this Power Rangers journey. Hey, no yeah, problem, Eric. That was so much fun. Yeah. It was great having you on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah of course. Those are our thoughts on Power Rangers 2017. Mm-hmm. Eric Munrochwan, thank you so much for joining us today. Do you have anything to plug before you go? I know with the the strike currently going on it's, it's like oh uh, yeah i don't know if i can this was released prior to the strike yeah. i was on uh, law and order svu at the beginning of this year what? yeah congratulations Thank that's you. huge yeah. it was a really fun time so the episode's called king of the moon it was directed by mariska hargitay nice um if you want some music you can listen to uh, action star Music is now streaming on all of the platforms where you get your music Woo-hoo. um and Connor, are you ready for me to dunk on your whole show? Yeah, go. If you like the sound of my table... <laughs> fuck, no, I did it wrong! What? If what? you like the sound of my voice, oh. and also tabletop role-playing games, you can check out Chance Encounters RPG, hey! which is a, a tabletop <laughs> RPG channel that I do online with some homies. Um, our premiere series is called First City. It's Superhero College, but I run a thing called Beginner's Luck, which is like uh, one-shot kind of anthology stuff. Oh, that's so fun! fun. Yeah. If you ever have a free seat, I'd love to play sometime. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're on. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah, send us the links and everything. We'll put it in the For show sure. notes. Yeah, you got it. That sounds so cool. And um, do you want us to put in a song at the end of this? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll give you the song that a lot of people like. Nice. Um, okay, cool. Which has a video coming out soon, which has references to a lot of film franchises. Ooh, so perfect. Stay tuned. <laughs> nice. What's Stuntman? What, what's the song called? Stuntman. Oh, Stuntman. Nice. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Connor, what do you have to plug? Well, I feel like I can't even say it now. <laughs> no, do it. <laughs> if you enjoy the sound of my voice, it's <laughs> what's up, Games. You also enjoy Starship and Paula, an actual play role-playing game podcast hosted by myself and four other friends. Ended years ago. I should probably do something 
with that again one day. But oh, well, yes, in, in the distant future, maybe. <laughs> right now, this thing already takes up enough time. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, check it out. Tyler, what do you have yeah. to plug? Yeah, you're saying this podcast takes up plenty of time, and we're trying to do more with yeah, it, Yeah, we're trying too. to do more, and like, really trying to commit to it, so I'm like, I'm not going to put another thing on my plate. <laughs> you <laughs> said you're that. not? Yeah, I'm not going to put another, because I, I do the not D&D shows, so I'm not going to oh, like, slap yeah, anything. Yeah. Like, Kari, also, you have to do this, too, and I'm like, I don't want to There's that. so much prep that goes into doing a TTRPG right? show that's absurd. It's exhausting. Yeah, yeah thank you. Finally, yeah. somebody gets it. I get it. <laughs> what I do is a gift to society. <laughs> Listen, I'm an artist, and I'm giving this gift to my friends. And if they don't play it right, I will scream at if them. If they improvise this wrong, I'll kill them. I'll say, I'll say no, but, and then hit them. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Tiami Vice. Follow us at Franchise Pod on all social medias, uh, except for Threads, which I guess we should join. Sure. Should you? Should we? I don't know. It's all about that X.com, baby. God. Is that the new name? That's, I saw that's what Twitter is. Oh, my God. And um, I'm so glad I'm done. It's I, like half broken. Like, you can't even... It's I not bet. X. <laughs> I saw a really genuinely good question as well. Is What do you call the act of sending a message or posting? Yeah, I X'd it, like, I X'd it? I X'd you. I re-X'd <laughs> you. That's such a linguistic minefield. Yeah. Did you get my X? Anyways... <laughs> Check out my ex video. Ooh, no. It involves crayons. <laughs> That's a callback, baby. Yeah, there you go. Uh, how do we end up here? Anyways, give us five stars on all social on all social medias. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, link, uh, like, share, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Help us go to the show. Thank you to Mark Ganey for artwork and Nick Verka for our music. And until next time, are you crazy? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye.
Hey, star, amen. That's all the end. Run, tell your friends. Fucking burn the trends. They just play pretend I'm an action man. Goddamn, I don't even need the plan. It just landed, branded. Always demanding the ovation, standing. Never catch me with a standard. I'm red handed with the blow up, even when my back to it. Shit is stupid how I do it. No illusions or confusions. I'm that dude that you never see loser. Bruce with tunes that'll make you pay dues. Y'all get screwed making moves to views. Trying to prove you can do what the fuck I do. Man, I do all my own. I do all my own. I do all my own, I do all my own stunts, I do all my own, I do all my own, I do all my own.